Hello and welcome to Trolls of the Two-Ton Bridges, or T-O-Triple-T-B. My name is John Hull and I play everyone's favourite idiot, Percival Silverlight. Thank you for joining us once again as we uh, battle through the trials and tribulations of Tomb of Annihilation. Just a reminder that you can leave a review for us on Apple Podcasts. Uh, if you'd consider leaving a five-star review, that helps us incredibly. Really helps our reach and gets us out there a bit more. And as such, I just wanted to give a quick shout-out to another podcast that uh, favours D&D and tabletop role-playing. Um, the guys over at Dungeon Masters Dojo. Go and have a listen to them. They're smart guys. They know what they're talking about. They actually left us a very lovely review. Uh, five stars. This is a really great show. Nice to hear another take on a hobby we all love and want to see grow. So thank you, guys. Respect. And remember, if you need more trolls in your life, you can search for us on TOTTB Podcast on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. You'll most likely find us there talking rubbish and posting memes on today's episode we actually managed to hit the jungle so i'm sure you're interested to see how we screw that up adventure Percival Silverlight. I find myself on the island of Chult, in search of a death curse known only as the Soulmonger. My fellow companions, Zibby, Siliqui, and Rana, have joined me on an adventure to hunt this Soulmonger down and hopefully destroy it. After a night at the Giggling Squid Tavern, Rana declared that his belongings had been rifled through though nothing seems to be missing. Despite a conversation with a gecko, we still do not know who perpetrated this act. It's possible Rana may still have been drunk. We journeyed back to the Temple of Severas to inquire after Grandfather Tembe's scrying. Inet met us in his stead and told us of the location of Yelyark, the uh, goblin village that may house the control rod for a shield guardian, as well as further details around the Aldani Basin and the threatening presence of red men. We begin to plan our first sojourn into the jungles of Chult. Adventure! Up by Port Nianzaro, can you guys see a, a little sort of red symbol is it a kind of circle yes it is a circle yeah okay. it's a circle right yeah. around the i've just the black i've just moved yeah. it okay. yeah 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 right it, it's uh, a hexagon 
that hexagon is a tracker. So when you guys uh, do go uh, traveling, we can use that to mark where you guys have got to. Super. Yeah, it says party on it as well. That's how. It that does that? indeed. Yes. All I can see is it's. Oh, uh, I see. Yeah. I can switch it. So I've got two options. I've got I've got oh, this yeah. one which is see-through, or I could just get a I could get one that's got like a white background. So maybe that'd be easier to see. Possibly. Uh, yeah. Might, it might be easier to see. Yeah. Yeah. Hold on a second. Right. Hold on. Let me just let me just put this away. So, let's. Sorry. Yes. Please. By by all means, discuss while I'm just dealing with this. Yeah. Whilst whilst God is dealing with his his trackers, um, what what is the plan exactly? So we we what go down the river? Um, gonna charter a dinghy? I don't know. Oh, you daft. Okay, we got canoes from uh, from Silver Tusk. Oh yes, yeah. Okay, so canoes. <laughs> <laughs> well, obviously we're landing on our feet already. Top work. I don't know about you, but I'm going to sit down in it. <laughs> <laughs> I do think we should um, still go back to that. We can know exactly what we're doing and and where and what our plans are. Um, just so he can let Sandra or Sinatra, whatever her name is, Sandra, 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 Karen. Yeah, <laughs> she's been she's been whitewashed and she hasn't even appeared in this <laughs> game. <so laughs> I, I don't know what she looks like. She's got a mask on. Who knows? She's not in my name. Yeah. NPCs. I don't know who she is. <laughs> exactly. We should let them know. Yeah. We should know, um, just so, you know, if they can give us any extra help or anything else they can do, it's useful. Mm-hmm. Back in the room, essentially, Inetta has revealed to you these two uh, these two information. She uh, has said that there is a creeping horror in the Aldani Basin. Whether or not it's the source of the death curse, neither she nor Grandfather Zatembe can be sure. But they have at least located Yeldiok, and she has now helped you mark that on your player's map so that you know you know for now where it is. Some of you that have maybe got slightly more perception or, or memory, even, uh, would remember that Rana did mention that the village could fly. Yep. So there is the outside oh, yeah. possibility it might move by the time you get there. And was that, Ye- was that Yeldiok? That was yep. Yeldiok, was the moving okay. city. Um, the moving village, even. So, um, in, in net. If, if given that we've just asked you to have a look at where Yelyark is, do you think there's a possibility that if you come with us, uh, because apparently the basin's on the way anyway, you know, it's down there, along the river, um, any chance if it flies again, because I've heard it does that, a bit weird, um, any chance you might be able to help us find it again? Uh, unfortunately, myself, I, uh, I wouldn't have the ability to do that on the on the road so to speak <laughs> not that there are any roads um i get you but certainly um i i can i can i can fight well that's, that's she just told me she couldn't <laughs> <laughs> yeah she yeah she doesn't have she doesn't have the spell to uh, scry on the go but she does okay. have the ability with the resources in the temple basically uh, okay does this mean that we got everybody with us uh, so that depends. If you do want to take them all with you, then yes, you currently have two uh, companions that will be joining you, which makes you a party of six. Boom. Yeah. 
So it'd be Annette and Silvertoss. We need some yeah. of those fruits, you know, the party fruits. <laughs> you would know as well from Undril that the two canoes that she has purchased will take up to three people in each. So you know that you currently, if you if you do take both NPCs with you, uh, you will still have room in both canoes to keep moving. But it might might be a bit more of a tight squeeze than if it was just two of you. How? So I'm not particularly heavy. I'm assuming Rana's not particularly heavy. Um, mm-hmm. And how heavy is Annette? Is she quite small? Um, yeah, Annette would be quite small. Um, she's not a thick set human so, being, so to speak. So, and then there's. Um, it's just going to be Zibby at the back of a boat with the boat front right in the air. <laughs> <laughs> I think. I think the real the real, the real sadness is is that Silver Tusk um, and Zibby won't be able to sit in the same canoe. <laughs> well, the thing is, I would say no because I would have assumed that she was a, a fairly robust half orc. But actually, the picture you sent that doesn't look to be the case. To be honest, yeah, she looks quite. Petite, isn't she? Petite, yeah. Anyway, in terms of the weight of the canoe, the way that it will work is that it can take up to three medium humanoids. Your actual weight, unless you're literally like coming back laden with so much treasure, like sort of <laughs> Road to El Dorado style, I'm not going to have you like try and work out whether you can balance yourself in the canoe. I'm guessing that we're going to be dropping off Undril at Camp Righteous anyway. Oh, and suddenly that was her plan initially. Whether yeah. that may have may have slightly changed, we don't know. But well, uh, we'll just see how that changes. Given that Camp Righteous is on the river, I think it might be worth going there first, seeing what the case is, uh, seeing if Andril wants to stay there. If that's t- mm-hmm. if that's all good, then we can leave uh, Inet there for a little bit. Pop over to Yelyark, sort them buggers out, head down to the basin with Inet. And then we can sort all of this out. Brilliant. Um, mm-hmm. I've there's something familiar about your voice, Percival. It's almost like I hear it at five o'clock every day at the moment on the television, whatever television is. Can't think who it could be. <laughs> <laughs> oh god, this, that is possibly the worst thing you have ever said to me. I. I I thought you were racing on Prince Charles the entire time. That was it's, <laughs> it's marvelous. Coffee cheese, lovely. Yes. Until today, I was still kind of going along more, you know, the Errol Flynn feels. But I think it was um, today. He sounded like Boris trying to sound enthusiastic, like, yeah. right, let's do it, chaps. <laughs> um, but that's the bullshit that, that sells, you know. That's... <laughs> um, so. Yeah, I think, um, although if we need um, Inette to help us, if uh, we're attacked and we need somebody to heal us, she'll be in Camp Righteous while we're at Yelyark with the goblins. Yeah, but we got Zibby. This is true. Mm, this is decision for later. We are not there. This is true. We might want to Can get I... a wiggle on, because Yelyark's probably going to fly off in a minute. So <laughs> we should go and see... We should go and tell um, Wakanga where we're going. Um... Why Why do we need to tell Wakanga? Wakanga think... give task. We have no news of task. Have not learned anything new. Do we need to tell him? He might I want think... to give us more money. Yeah, because we're going to be paid for doing this whole task in the first place. And uh, we he told us to tell him where we're starting, I think. I suppose at least just pop in, tell him we're going, and then sort out the boats. Well, he's, he's only just over there. I mean, I could, I could, if I stick my head out the window, I could probably shout. Try it. <laughs> Try shouting. 
<laughs> I, sh- I shall do that. I shall, I shall wander over to the, uh, to the doors. <laughs> to find out Roll a shout <laughs> check. Watanga! You get a couple of strange looks, Zibby, but uh, beyond that, no, you will need to go over to the damn building. I, w- I, w- I wander back over to. I wander back over to. Uh, I must be out. <laughs> Fair enough. You did a good, good job, though. There. Suspending the roleplay a little bit for the sake of expediency. Uh, right. Um, I, what I'm hearing from this is you guys want to go talk to Wakanga, mm-hmm. um, and then fetch Undril, uh, fetch. Inet, and then uh, just proceed with the expedition. Is that is that what I'm hearing correctly? Yeah, correct. Nothing else you guys particularly Pretty want much. to do around N- town? Unless, no. uh, unless you can think of anything else we have to well, do. Well, we haven't looked at the dinosaur race itself, but we can go back, can't we, yeah. after we've done bits? So we, can, we, do that. we can always do it'll, that later. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it'll, still be, it'll be still be there if you... Yeah. Very, very quick question. Um, Annette is... What class is she? she cleric? Um, Annette is an acolyte. Uh, so not quite a cleric. Not quite a cleric, no. Whereas, so basically, um, she is a uh, in the hierarchy of the clergy. She is an underling of, say, a priest, which is what Undril is. You know, I've just realised we're all going on a road trip with a load of priests. What's that all about? <laughs> <laughs> you are indeed taking the Bible bashers on a on a cruise. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go convert some. <laughs> Let's go and convert the foreign Johnny foreign. Um, Let's get those guys. Right there. I've, yeah. I brought my guitar. We can all sit around the fire for night time. See, come by, I you'll be paid. <laughs> oh, good lord! <laughs> um, just out of interest, I've actually thought of a name for my hammer. Okay. Oh yeah. Uh, it's called Vasarani, uh, which is mm-hmm. my hammer in Finnish. Oh, cool. Okay. <laughs> nice. <laughs> My hammer, yeah. Yeah, his hammer is called my hammer. (laughs) (laughs) Call me dumb. (laughs) Dumb as my... uh, Vissarani. (laughs) Vassarani, yeah, that's right. Vassarani. So, you go over to... uh, You pop over to Wakanga, as you say. Doesn't doesn't take you two minutes. Um, Wakanga is delighted to know that you are... um, uh, that you are Leaving. heading out on, on well it's delighted to know that you're heading out on an expedition um, however he does say that without any solid evidence that the expedition is going towards the um, the source of the death curse he isn't mm-hmm. able to secure you any more funds just now um, from his perspective this is more like you are doing a literal a side quest to help out these, these two priests it may yield some results um, and he advises that if you find yourselves faced with the actual source of the death curse, whatever it is, to maybe scout, learn more, return, and perhaps go in a bit more prepared, having learnt rather than directly facing it. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, he wishes you well and sends you on your way. Uh, so Silkwe uh, goes to Wakanda and she she um, looks him in the eyes and says, "Thank you. We will be back soon." But basically, she's walked a bit closer to him, so you know it's a bit like a, it's like a bit more slightly personal, but not in a Wear or anything like that. It's just more of a thank you. He seems appreciative um, and uh, tells you tells you all to be safe. Still, effectively, he's playing hard to get. Anyway, <laughs> you move out and you go and pick up Undro. Undro doesn't have much uh, in the way to sort of like grab. She's pretty much ready to go the minute you get back to the giggling squid. And similarly, I presume you sort of told Inet that you were going to take her with you 
um, yeah. Yeah. on this expedition. So she would she would have gathered up her things as well. As you're leaving, she's bid farewell by Grandfather Zatembe, who seems to have finished up whatever business he had. Um, and he, uh, he bids you farewell and good luck. And then you head out. So in Portney and Zaro, um, the... I believe it's the westernmost gate leads you out into the old city which is sort of dominated by these three ziggurats that would look very impressive if it weren't for the fact that a whole bunch of sort of slum rundown uh, shacks were sort of built up pretty much on and around the base uh, of these ziggurats Rana, Rana do you think anybody's been in there? Rana sort of shrugs and (laughs) sort of shakes his head and says does not look like it I do not know the places mm, might mm. be worth a look-see at some point then right? as you walk by you do see people the old city is essentially the slum district of Port Nianzaro you can see that there are a whole bunch of beggars and vagrants wandering in between these buildings sort of slumped on the alleyways and the two major uh, landmarks that you find as you head out of the city is it's sort of it's all built along one a path leading off into a ravine and the major landmarks are these three ziggurats that are right next to the gate but you also find yourselves walking along the edge of a pit which seems to be dug in just right in the middle of the road so you have to go off to one side in order to past it it has bars all the way around the outside and on the inside you can see that there seems to be something red staining various patches of the bottom I assume this is where they make the wine you would be wrong um, <laughs> Maybe this is where they make the bacon. <laughs> it's only not the beans. <laughs> you continue on out of the old city and you follow this path as it meanders its way down and eventually you reach the mouth of the river Shoshan Star. It's a particularly strange sight um, because while the actual bed itself that you could see from Nianzaro, you've got waves, you've the you know ebb and flow of the tides and everything um that seems to sort of abruptly stop at the mouth of the river and the river itself just looks it just just looks sludgy like it barely seems to be moving at all and in fact if it weren't for the fact that you knew you'd just walk to it you wouldn't actually be able to tell if you were looking at the river going downstream or going upstream very strange mm-hmm there is a gentleman who greets Andril and receives payment for the two canoes that you are given. The six of you, um, each of you get into your canoes and you start your journey. Now, navigation in short. The way this is going to work, um, because you guys are on canoes, you can travel two hexes per day, um, which will be significantly faster than uh, walking. What I need you guys to do is to choose a navigator from your party who will make a wisdom survival check on your behalf to determine whether or not you become lost. Bagsy, not it. Ba- Bagsy, Bagsy, Rana. Did you mean basic survival? Yeah, okay. Yeah, it's survival. Yeah, it's survival check. Uh, I am proficient in survival, and I have a plus five to it. So I'm assuming. Presumably, you live around the corner, and you get um, <laughs> you get <laughs> yep. advantage yes. on it as well. <laughs> local discounts that kind of thing choosing Rana for the navigator is a very wise move because yes he will also have advantage on rolling to uh, find his way at least while you're travelling through paths that he actually would have travelled through himself so I make a d20 roll yes yes d20 roll uh, with advantage 
Um, uh, and... So that's the first roll is um, eighteen. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and the second roll is twenty-four. So twenty-four. <laughs> We're lost. Oh no. <laughs> so the the other thing that I just realised I needed to actually ask you guys as well is whether or not you guys are moving at a normal pace, a fast pace, or a slow pace. I think we should probably go at a normal pace because fast I pace, would suggest a normal I don't pace. Miss, yeah, yeah. So I, I don't, don't think there's no sense of urgency in particular. No. I mean, there's this death curse thing that's going on, but beyond that, <laughs> yeah. But the, but everybody everybody's dead at the moment anyway. So, no, they're not. But they're sensible as opposed to mm. crazy. That is fair enough. Normal. <laughs> and also, it it means that we already know that somebody's uh, whole party that's gone down this river died. So. Mm-hmm. We should be a bit more sensible with yep. um, keeping our eye out. Yep, that is absolutely fair enough. Well, how long would it take, roughly? Um, so, the first movement takes you down to here. Ooh, we're moving. Uh, yeah, there's, that is you guys moving. And as you are literally just sort of in the mouth of the bay, it goes uneventfully. Rana is able to steer you clear. The rest of you guys that haven't uh, visited Chol before, even though, yes, it is, you know, fairly sluggish river, there is some charm as the vines sort of obscure the view of the surrounding geography. It becomes another world, whereas Portney and Zara, you had the bustling city life, you had people shouting and cursing back and forth. Now, that all fades away and you're just left alone with nature. And unfortunately, that nature comes with a whole bunch of insects. So, uh, whoever had the insect repellent... <laughs> oh, I've been passing that shit out. <laughs> Absolutely. You will need to use up however much of that you need... To be using up so it's it's one it's one thing for every 24 hours mm-hmm. so one salve for every 24 hours is that correct um uh, yeah one application um and i've got uh, 40 40 ap- uh, applications is that 40 in right. a pot or something 40 no, I, there's 10 in a pot i bought four sets okay. of that's six um, applications basically that uh, no, no be... that will actually be five because Rana, when you offer him the insect repellent, will tell you that he doesn't need it. Right. Thick skin. Used to it. More like an immunity, but yes. <laughs> as, as I'm assuming Annette is um, native to Chuls as well, so does she also not need it? No, she is a native, but she is a native of the city, not of the jungle. <laughs> Yeah, but surely there's insects in the city too. There would be, but not the kind of insects you find in the deep of the jungle. Don't argue with the deer. Okay. Uh, with Silvertoss, is she? <laughs> does, do um, half orcs not have any kind of immunity to certain things, or not really? Um, they do not. Okay. Not to the particular issues that would arise if you didn't put insect repellent on, which I won't go into detail just now. Okay. Uh, but Rana has basically intimated to you that uh, there's, it's not a good idea to get bitten by insects. Okay, so we're all slathered in south. Yep, now that'll last 24 yep. hours. Mm-hmm. Okie dokie, right. Does somebody want to write a little side point somewhere to say south and each date so we know that we've got to do it each day so we know where we've done it each day? Aye, right, John, if you could if you could, if you you could, could keep track of how many applications you're using up, uh, that would be yes, wonderful. Yes, I, yeah, I am doing so. You have successfully passed the first day. As night falls, Rana locates a good place on the eastern shore to set down, and you set yourselves up a little riverside camp. So how far are we now? Are we still in that mouth? Or have we got further in the mouth? Yeah, so the thing is that it's a little bit funky with the geography, but basically, yeah, you where you guys are, that's where you've got to so far. 
Okay. Um, one one thing I may have to retcon very slightly yeah. is, am I using the salve for Inette and Andril also? Uh, yes. Uh, no, actually, no. In they said case, they said they would be bringing their no. own supplies. Yeah. Okay. Fine. So in fact, you actually okay, only have so to be using three per day to avoid any it. issues. Three per day. Yeah. Fine. Okay. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm just making sure that mm-hmm. I'm, I'm taking proper note. Um, so I'm down to thirty-seven. So are we? Out, I'm assuming we're back out of the um, canoe. Uh, yes. Anna will start to um, uh, bustle around on the side of one side of the camp, and he'll start rigging up a rain catcher. Start awesome in the event that it rains. Uh, what will the rest of you guys be doing? Uh, I'm going to set up my tent. Uh, going to start a fire. Uh, Rana, Rana, fire's okay, isn't it? Be fine. Uh, fire frightens some creatures, attracts others. Oh, no. On the whole, fire dries clothes. If you stay wet too long, you can get sick. Fire is preferable. All right, then. Well, we start a bit of fire. Mm-hmm. I'm going to have a small walk, not very, not too far. Is it kind of dusk or is it dark yet? It's getting on till night. You guys stopped because it was getting dark, which is something because you actually, you are already in sort of semi-darkness as the jungle sort of closes in around you as you as you head up the river. Yeah. Does it do that tropical thing of, you know, sort of like, oh, look, it's getting, oh, it's dark. Uh, it probably will, yeah. Uh, so almost instantly, night. Yeah, knocks. that won't be a problem for Siliqui because she has dark vision. Yeah. Um, but uh, but yes, uh, I'm gonna stick a stick uh, um, <laughs> in the ground. Just sort of like, don't find something fairly fairly lengthy. Just got a five foot stick or something. Jam it into the ground and cast light on the top of it. Uh huh. Okay. Cool. Um, I'm going to have a small walk around. So maybe. Um, going something like I don't know, like 50 metres or so, you know, maybe a bit further away from everyone, so just walk in a little circle just to get to have a look see what I can see, just to make sure the, the area... Rana, Rana turns to Siliqui and says um, should not go into jungle on your own you have good eyes things in jungles have eyes that are better than yours and then carries on making his rain catcher yeah, it, so it stops me for a moment, but um, so I go and up to Rana and ask if I can help him with the rain catcher, and ask if he mm-hmm. would walk the perimeter with me afterwards to, to mm-hmm. ensure we're all safe. Rana will attempt or will sort of demonstrate uh, how he makes the rain catcher to Siliqui. Mm. So as yep. he's making it, he'll 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 he'll, he'll demonstrate it, um, mm-hmm. and he he agrees that he'll he'll walk a little. Um, but that he won't go too deep into the jungle. Um, he'll go, you know, around the perimeter, but he's not prepared to go into the deep jungle, the dark, because he can't yeah. see. He's blind as a bat. That would, <laughs> yeah, that would be that would be that would be a correct assumption, because yeah, Rana, you have essentially, it's it's not dark vision, but because you're attuned to the um, jungle, Rana would be able to sense if something was in the darkness, but he wouldn't be able to see it. Rana's Rana's not going to walk off into the dark. He'll 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 yeah. walk the perimeter of the camp. Um, but he's not gonna he's not gonna walk into the jungle because history tells him that's a great way to get eaten. Cool. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, he, and his mum. And his mum. <laughs> can I get a perception check for everybody? Uh, yes, of course you can. Uh, Rani, you can do it with advantage. Um, can I just retcon a little bit? And in, in the yeah. uh, in the souk, uh, I bought a bottle of whiskey. 
Absolutely, yeah, sure. By all means. I'm not going to drink it now, but I've got, that's I've a, got the whiskey that's, on. that's just in case, huh? Yeah, absolutely. So, I got a natural 20 plus 5. Uh, mm-hmm. 17. I swear I've just rolled a natural 20. I'm going to send you a picture. <laughs> that is that is quite all right. <laughs> Yeah, I will accept uh, accept you haven't rolled a natural twenty. Um, I'm not sure if that's a one or a thirteen, John. That looks like it's stuck. It does, doesn't it? Okay. No, it's a thirteen. <laughs> thirteen, according to the chat. Yeah. Um, so, Rana, what was yours in the end? Uh, seventeen. Seventeen. Okay. And Zibby, what did you get? Uh, it wasn't uh, a natural twenty, which is uh, so. What was it? Uh, it was perception. Yeah. Yes. yeah, it was perception. Right. Okay. Thanks. Yeah. So, uh, Rana and Percival. Percival, you're probably distracted. You don't notice anything underwater <laughs> as night is happening. And Rana, you're maybe a little bit tense, but perhaps you're still kind of acclimatizing again to the jungle. However, Siliqui and Zibby, you both individually notice that there are eyes in the trees. They're sort of like cat's eyes that just seem... You can see them for an instant and they disappear. Um, so I'm going to talk to Rana. So Rana, over there, I can see something several somethings looking um they are shaped like like a wild animal like maybe a cat um what lives in the trees here rana sort of looks tense and sort of his eyes flick around into the darkness but if there's light in the middle of the camp it's hard to see into the dark mm. if you've got light in front of you Aye. um mm-hmm. so i'd assume he's sort of a bit, a bit light-blinded. Um, mm. Rana says many things live in trees. Could be big cat. Could be reptiles, lizards. Could be snake. Um, and then he cautiously, you know, Rana says, um, perhaps we should sleep close to the light, close to the fire this evening. And then gestures to the middle of the clearing and says, you know, mm-hmm. we should back away. Mm-hmm. Okay. I mean, I, I'm okay with doing that. As long as there are no book critics out there, I'm more than happy. <laughs> uh, I do realise well, I've, I've, been, I've been neglecting uh, the two NPCs you brought with you. Uh, they... <laughs> I just rolled for them. Uh, <laughs> they... I, I nudge... I, uh, I nudge Umbra as I'm getting next to her. I nudge her and go, Lassie, can you see out there there's eyes? Can you see what they belong to? Uh, she looks over and she sort of she doesn't see as you do but she's sort of you know she has dark vision as well and she can't see anything that seems to be lurking in the darkness nothing nothing at least that would cause her worry I well I think we should still keep a watch anyway absolutely uh, I'm also mm-hmm. going to speak to Annette and say that uh, Annette um, that yes. she needs to stay close uh, and if she sleeps between us, if we're all sort of um, to make sure she stays safe as well, being that she's less experienced. Oh, than of course. As the as the night draws in closer around you, um, I assume that you will all be taking turns keeping watch. Mhm. Rana sits forward and says, "Um, I will take first watch." Um, mm-hmm. gets out his spear, uh, walks to the very edge of the firelight of, of the uh, light mm-hmm. from the fire and Zibby's orb so his back's to the fire um, and then Aye. sort of crouches down up against the tree so he's trying to sort of hide so you know he's hit, hidden up against the bark and 
crouches down on his haunches, looking out into the darkness, and then just gets ready to uh, do his first watch. And then he looks over his shoulder and mutters and says, um, uh, Siliqui, um or Silver Tusk points at either of them. Mm. You should take watch also. You have good eyes. And then carries on watching the jungle. Mm-hmm. Okay, so uh, in that case, I because I have dark vision, um, if who else has dark vision? I think Percival does, doesn't he? Yeah. yeah so, so if I, I if yeah. I yeah, so if I take watch with you, Rana, and then um, if Percival wants to take it with someone, and then Silver Plus does it with someone else, that way you know we sort of break it down between us all, and, and that way someone's got good eyes at least to, to on part. each on each side of the camp as well. Yeah. So I think the tricky thing. Oh no! Wait a minute. You guys are half elves, aren't you? You only need like four hours sleep, don't you? Yeah. Yeah, and I'm a monk, so. Ah yeah. right. <laughs> okay, okay. Yeah. In which case, never mind. I was going to say. So the issue with that is that will mean there's a two-hour gap. I can sit and talk to myself. I'm done on meditating. <laughs> that is <laughs> fair enough. Okay, okay. Uh, right. In which case, um, I will simplify things. I have been rolling in the background here, and uh, though the night presses in and the spectre of the eyes that Siliqui and Zibi saw are sort of fresh in your minds. Nothing disturbs your evening. You actually, you pass the night uh, without incident. If I um, am able to, if, I, uh, if I've if i got dark vision, am I able to paint mm-hmm. in the dark or can I only paint in the daylight? Uh, you, because uh, you have dark vision, you would be able to paint, but it is... Okay, so ra- rather than painting, I'm just thinking I'm just going to draw those cat's eyes, you know, on a piece of paper or something. I'm just doing a rough little, little sketchy paint of, of what I see. I would say that you... Because, again, the thing with dark vision is you can't actually see in colour. Yeah. Um. So, grays, you, yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's a bunch of greys. So you're not necessarily sure what kind of colours you've drawn it in, but, yes, you would be able to do that, yeah. Okay, yeah. Uh, the night passes. Aside from the uh, the slightly spooky eyes, you don't actually see anything else. Oh, good. The next morning, a new day dawns, and this morning, unfortunately, the good weather seems to have uh, well, it hasn't gone exactly. But this time, there's there's definite fall of rain in the air. Cloaks on, chaps. Are we? I'm assuming rather than like thinking about eating and stuff, because we all have rations on us. I'm assuming we're just gonna. Do we need to stop and eat them, or are we just going to do it in the day? Yeah. So we won't, we won't have you, uh, unless, I, unless I decide that there's, like, something special about it, we won't have you essentially stop for lunch. Yeah. And, in fact, just because the, you've got so much ground to get across, um, <laughs> we are, generally speaking, going to, un- again, unless there is an actual event or something that I have planned, we will probably breeze through evenings like that. Technically speaking, the navigation part of this, I'm supposed to be making checks for something happening three times every day um, and that's gonna that's gonna take a long time to, to sift through so Won't it? rather than that um, if you guys can mark off a day's rations which you would have eaten yesterday while you were traveling yeah yeah done that is there somewhere to mark that for the time being just mark it in your notes somewhere but yeah. there is in your journal entry in your equipment I have put rations oh, cool. um, okay. you had 10 click on the 10 and make it nine okay, um, yeah I, I... Um, asked uh, create water this morning before we set off so we can all have uh, mm-hmm. gallons and gallons light rain would have started during the middle of the night so I would have said that the rain catchers you guys set up would probably have filled oh, anyway case, yeah. 
Yeah, so in that case I won't. Yeah, so I would, I would, I would say in that case because you've got them and you know you've got them going. Rana, you said you made up a uh, a rain catcher. So can you make me a? I think did I say it was a survival check? Uh, yes, I. Uh, the document here, yeah, I have to dig it up. Um, but yes, it was yeah, a survival I, check, I said, and it made. I think it was two d four. Yeah, two d four plus survival modifier. I think I said, and that's how many. That's how many days that rain catcher will last you. Uh, well, I got a seven. Cool. All right. Uh, as in with your modifiers. Uh, yeah, I rolled a two plus five, so seven. Right. Okay. Yep. So you have a you have a week's worth of a rain catcher there. So a new day has dawned. Um, I assume that uh, Rana will once again be making the navigation check. Um, what pace are you guys going to go at? Uh, normal speed again? I, I think so. I think so. Yeah. I think we should go normal. Sure. We, ha- we have enough rations to get to Camp Righteous, so at normal yeah. pace. Mm-hmm. And hmm. we, I can always okay. hunt for something. So I'll another navigation check. Uh, so again, make that with make that 22. with advantage. Twenty-two. Uh, well, uh, that's the first roll. Bear with me. Uh, yeah, twenty-two. Once again, you know exactly where you are. The further into the jungle you get, the more you start to recognise. Like, well, they're not landmarks exactly, but you recognise certain scenes. Like, oh, I remember looking out um, from that tree over there, looking out over the river. Yep. Um, and uh, you just move the party on. Sorry, part of this is I'm trying to work out how many hexes I'm actually moving you. <laughs> Let's go. So you have successfully moved on again. You know, this time it's a bit damper. Again, the trees start to start to press in even more. Uh, mark off some food. So are we on the next night now as well, yeah? Yeah, we're yeah. down to eight rations. And once again, the night passes unimpeded. There's no strange happenings. You just you spend another night uh, beside the jungle. You can hear things like moving in the in the underbrush, but nothing that causes panic or alarm. Rana, if you want to make a another navigation check for the third day? Uh, yeah. First roll is a 10. Second roll is an 11. Okay. With that roll, you come to a fork in the river. And you're not entirely sure which way is the right way to go. And you make a choice. And I'm afraid you guys now don't know where you are. Oh, who got us lost? What happened? Rana. <laughs> I, I, I rolled an 11 with advantage and plus 5 to the roll. Yeah. Well, it could be worse. The last time I had to quickly run away from the headphones, I came back and Zibby had us in a fight. I went two seconds. <laughs> this, this is a better situation. Yeah. <laughs> Much well, you don't know that. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so I don't know where I am. I'm gonna suggest we take the canoe over to the nearest bank of the river, and then I'm gonna try and climb up a tree and see if I can see where we are. Um, would Undril have any idea as well? Being that she, while she wants us to take her to Camp Righteous, she may be familiar with the area. So, the tricky thing here, guys, um, is that once you guys have become lost, you don't necessarily know that you're lost. Um, So the issue issue here is that I essentially need to move you, and you guys basically keep going as if you do know where you're going. Right. 
<laughs> Until either you reach a point where I'm just like, no, by now you would have like come out of a river or something. Wow. Okay. Or you succeed on a uh, navigation check, and at that point I can then reveal where you've got to. Okay. Would that be survival? Yes, survival navigation. Yeah. That's what I've been rolling on. So, in which case, well, we have to keep going, don't we? Um, we just have to keep ploughing on. We have to double down. You do indeed. However, as you're journeying on this day in particular, which I'm gonna, I'm gonna wrap back around to, you're going along, going along the river. It, it's getting a little spookier because the further you go into the jungle, um, the the darker it obviously becomes. What can I see around us at the moment? Um, mostly trees. Again, the sort of pressing darkness. You can just sort of see the vines connecting the trees. You can here and there. You can see like rays of soft sunlight coming down um, through the tree line, but you really cannot see very far into the jungle at all. If I close my eyes and really, really, almost meditate, but not, but just to listen. If you wish. What can I? Wish. What can I hear? Uh, what you can hear is a splash from behind you which is not one of the paddles you guys have been using on the canoes. And in fact, you all notice that. Okay. And when you look back, you notice that now and then you see you see a little fish dart up. The water, as I say, is, is murky, very murky. So you literally, you see this fish for a second and then it just darts down. And it looks like it's just beneath the surface when you can see it. And it just, poofs, goes down again. Does Rana recognize this fish? Uh, roll me a nature check. Uh, with advantage. Hold on. Mm-hmm. Oh, it lagged really badly then. So, First one was ten. Ten. A ten um, <laughs> you'll love this. I, I get a minus one on nature. No. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> How? Because, How? because but hold on. Because nature is dependent on intelligence. Nature is what you have learnt through essentially book learning and things about Ooh. facts about the world survival is about your experience of what you have experienced so true. if i haven't yes, experienced Lord. it then i would mm. not necessarily recognize it so mm. yes i have I, I'm, I'm i'm wise to things i've experienced but i have no real learning in that no formal learning is it all so right I if i roll as well because I uh, may yes, have course. some book smarts with regards but to this. don't forget, you are not native to that area. We could always no. ask Endril. But who knows? Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. abs- absolutely. Um, mm-hmm. I'm gonna... Druid with minus one nature. So, yeah, by, by all means, give it a nature nature roll. Uh, 14. 14, I got. Uh, with that roll, um, you recognise these creatures as uh, what is known as a quipper. And a quipper... In D&D, it's the form of piranha, basically. It's a small fish, very sharp teeth, and where there's one, there's usually several more beneath the water. Ah. However, your canoes are stout, so, you know, while it seems a swarm of quippers has started following you, they aren't a threat as long as you're not in the water. Okay. We need to stay out. Of the wo- oh, I don't know. It's what you, you don't know. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> okay, guys, I've just noticed there are these quippers. If you're not aware of them, they're very small, very sharp teeth. You'll probably lose a finger if you put your hands in the drink. Don't do it. Mm-hmm. You spend the day sort of swimming along, and every once in a while, those of you that are using the paddles, you feel something sort of... Some some slight resistance, as if something's like pecked or or bumped against the uh, the oar that uh, 
isn't exactly roots or anything. Does it feel as small as one of the quippers, or does it feel like it might be something actually pretty hefty? No, no, it's it's small. Yeah, it, it's not like a proper like bite. It's just you sort of you you feel a little resistance that you weren't expecting. Mm. Like I'm pretty sure at one point somebody probably pulled up the oar and found like a quipper dangling off the end. Um, but it would have it would have yeah it would it would have just let go and dropped back into the water. That'll learn them. Actually, if that if that happened, could, how big are these? How uh, sort of six inches, something like that. I mean, they something are, like that. Yeah, they're about. They probably fit in your hand. <laughs> if you're stupid to. enough to do that. Um, <laughs> next time, uh, if that happens, he was going to quickly uh, flip the oar over and smack it really hard into the uh, into the boat to uh, to stun it, and then uh, okay, uh, and then hit it All with right. a hammer. Then then uh, then smack <laughs> it really hard to kill it. Right. Uh, in which case, that's going to be an that's an improvised weapon. Uh, so it's a twenty with your strength modifier alone. Plus three. Right. Yeah. Uh, Twelve. It's an improvised weapon, basically. Fifteen, including including my strength plus three. Okay, dokie. Bear with me while I just find the information for Quipper. ZB, I'm not entirely sure you want to eat these things. I'll try anything once. Oh, of course you will. You never know. It might be t- it might be tasty. I don't know. Probably tastes like chicken. But Zibby, we, we, you would have to eat it raw, but in a boat. We can't use fire in the boat, and they're, they're mainly teeth. I'm going to eat it tonight, lass. I'll stick it on the fire. I'll stick a stick through it and have, roast it over the fire. <laughs> okay. Okay, okay. So with that roll, Zibby, um, mm-hmm. you do indeed manage to uh, catch it. Did you say you were hitting it on the side of the canoe? When it went, uh, when it bit the oar, quickly yeah. uh, oar over and smack it into the. Uh, so, hang on, what are these canoes actually made of? They're made of skins or probably skin wood. Uh, well, in that case, um, uh, obviously my uh, we've, we've got we've got our kit sort of piled up around us. Uh, mm-hmm. For the sake of argument, my chainmail. Is lying on mm-hmm. top of my uh, my equipment, so I've right. smacked it into my chainmail shirt as hard as I can. Yeah, you have got yourself a uh, a lovely brained quipper, <laughs> which I will try yep. and eat later. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, you're going to name it, <laughs> Mister Baity. Yeah, that's not a bad name, <laughs> Mister Baity. <laughs> Baity McBite face. <laughs> Night falls, or night gathers even, uh, and you once again, you pull up, find yourself somewhere to camp. The night again passes without incident. Um, There are once again, there are eyes amongst the trees, but nothing steps forth from the gloom to threaten you guys. Uh, Did you guys all mark down uh, uh, things like uh, daily rations, insect repellent, stuff like that? Um, Well, we've done... Today, yes. I've done two lots of rations so far. We're down to seven. Yeah, okay. Um, Because I Because I caught a fish... Um, yep. <laughs> I'm going to eat that instead of my ration. That's okay. Ah. That is okay. Yep. Sure. <laughs> they're not. They're not very. They're not very big quippers, but uh, yeah, that will. Uh... For mule. <laughs> so the place where we've um, gone down for the night, and um, mm-hmm. are we just like next to the river, or in the river bank, or something? Yeah. So again, you are. Yeah. You are just. You're by the riverside. Uh, you're probably yeah. not very far from the river. Um, but yeah. you have sort of stopped down. 
Yeah. So given given the kind of setup you guys described in the first day, I'm sort of assuming you guys will be, yep. you know, uh, falling into a routine of you know the, these people will be on watch then, and yeah. unless there yep. is actually an event, um, I'm just going to breeze through it because otherwise we'll be we will take forever to get through chalk. <laughs> we um, We're already yeah. lost. Well, yeah, exactly. <laughs> day two, next day. So same again. Navigation roll. Navigation roll, please. Do I have advantage still now that I'm lost? Uh, you, yes, you do still have advantage, um, as you are still you are still roughly in the neck of the woods. You would recognise. So first roll is twenty two. Mm-hmm. Second roll, so twenty two. Yeah. Maybe we're right. not lost anymore. Hooray! You are not. Um, you have worked out. We're here. That you are. Oh, that's not what I meant to do. <laughs> We're here. This is a very, very big river. Yes. We're on the Lantern Isles, which are currently flooded and don't exist. Uh, (laughs) You are here. Okay. Oh, my God. (laughs) So, So how far off track are we? Oh, yeah, because you can't see, can you? Hang on. Let me me zoom in and show you, Nick. Hang on. We've essentially right. gone the opposite direction for a day. We went east mm-hmm. instead of south. <laughs> awesome. We were stupid, basically. Yeah. <laughs> uh, technically speaking, uh, logic would dictate that you would need to go back the way you came before you could rejoin the river. But I'm a nice DM, so I'm going to say that you can just you. There are enough sort of like tributaries and rivers running through Chalk that you can actually neg- navigate your way back in a more or less direct route because you're quite close to the coast. So. Okay, so we'll go back down the river and we'll do our... Should we, should we speed up a little, seeing as we're getting yeah. lost and we don't have unlimited rations? So should we yes. go up to yeah. fast yeah. speed? Yes. Otherwise, we might run out of food before we get to Cat Righteous. Mm. Right, so for moving at a fast pace... Hold on. Uh, just find a hangy thingy. If I get eaten by quippers, it's all your guy, you guys' fault. <laughs> Alright, I'll, I'll just eat them first. That one was tasty. Yeah, just send Zibby on them. Okay, so um, moving at a fast pace, uh, because you are having to sort of backtrack a little bit um, and uh, and navigate your way through slightly more tricky terrain, you will still end up moving two hexes, I'm afraid. And you will be taking a minus five penalty to your passive perception scores as you're moving oh because of the speed yeah yeah because of the because of the speed so my passive perception is 15 at the moment so it go down to 10 yeah uh yes yeah, so it would go down to 10 don't uh don't move it down to 10 we just you need, just need yeah, to bear that in mind yeah. yeah it's fine um, <laughs> mine becomes eight <laughs> <laughs> so as you're moving you will be moving down to bear with me about here-ish. Okay. So we're getting nearer to the skull and crossbones scary stuff. Yep. Mm. As you're travelling through the woods, you start you start to notice that there is more activity on the eastern bank. Whereas before you were sort of travelling through and there were small scuffles, you can now actually hear what sounds like people. Um, is eastern, um, the way east would normally be, is, in, is the top of the map, is, in, um, is that north? I yes. mean west. No, yes, I do mean east. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Top of the map. Top of the map is north. There is a compass somewhere on the map, I think. Bottom um, left on the wild coast. Yeah. That'd be the one. Okay. Uh, yeah. yeah. 
on the western coast, yes, where that skull and crossbones is, you can hear there is movement. Can we see anything at all? Uh, with not with those passive perception scores. <laughs> um, uh, no, you you know enough to know that there has been a change to the uh, soundscape. You can tell that it's coming from the eastern side, but yeah, you're not seeing anything, and that in a way that makes it creepier because you're just kind of like you're aware it's there, but you just you can't see anything for the trees. Rana, I I'm not sure we should be too slow around here. This feels uh, like we really need to to get and move on, and it doesn't feel safe. Keep this pace. Stay fast. Do not want to get too tired too quickly. I think we should stay at the fast pace now that we're on track. If we stay at the fast pace and we don't get lost, we should have enough food to get to Camp Righteous. Otherwise, we're going to have to stop and hunt something or we're going to end up starving before we get there. Yes, I completely agree. Um, I'm mm-hmm. I'm going to put my weird stabby ring things. I'm going to put them on my hands while I'm walking along, just in case. Walking along? Walking? We're in a boat. Put your own I'm in a boat. I was going to say, when did, when did we start walking? Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, I'm going to put one on. One on one hand. Sorry. I'm walking say, in the boat. I've got to keep my step down up. <laughs> Those quippers would really love you to start walking in the river. Um. <laughs> I I have a daily set amount of steps I have to do. You know, silicone, she likes to keep in shape. And to keep her, her mind, I, it's like, no, I, you know, she's got a bit How of OCD. How many steps you up to on your Fitbit there, silicone? 52,000 for the day. Excellent. Lovely. Yes. Brilliant. <laughs> So, uh, having having found yourselves again, uh, you are you are now back on track. Um, another day has passed, um, and uh, you pull up uh, onto the onto the river's bank. I kind of assume you are going to be uh, camping on the eastern shore, as in on the right hand side, as in with all the undead. Or do you mean no, 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 there? western shore? Sorry, yeah. I keep getting <laughs> the directions messed up. The western shore. Do the every shred of wheat and go clockwise you know it'd be fine <laughs> um yeah. so yeah um western preferably western side agreed yes make me a perception roll all of you is this going to be a normal perception or is this going to be a shitty perception with the um oh my no God. so this is actually yeah. so this is actually once you guys had stopped uh, okay so this isn't this isn't while you guys were traveling Oh god! <laughs> oh god! Uh, I got nine. I got, I I threw a natural one, right? So I've got <laughs> six altogether because I've got five for perception. And I've yeah. got perception and seven in total. Seven in total. I got nine. So not one of us managed to even get ten. Lie <laughs> me. What about our companions? Yes. Yeah, uh, right. That is a good point. Hang on a second. Let me just find out. Well, we're just too busy looking, you know, doing something else. <laughs> too busy looking good. Are <laughs> we having a competition with each other to who who could knock out one of the quippers? <laughs> so, as you guys are sort of settling in for the night, your nighttime routine um, is startled for the first time by uh, Undril, who looks up and sort of cries. Look! Look at that! And she sort of directs your attention upwards. And for those of you that don't have dark vision, I'm afraid all you really see is the darkness of the sky. You can't even really see the moon or anything like that, I'm afraid, because it is still raining. But what you can hear is above the rain, you can hear 
the fluttering of wings and for those of you that do have dark vision you can see just beyond the light of the fire and zibby's i presume zibby's still been doing the whole like um stick with light on it mm-hmm. well i could do several sticks with light on it actually because it because uh, it's a cantrip i can cast many no cast no, as often you as you can, like no you can only but, do one no it's a cantrip oh once yeah actually do, it does once it you does, do another one it cuts out the other one Actually, yeah, no, yeah. I think I think it does. I remember reading the light thing and thinking, oh yeah, it does. It stops. So you can do it multiple times. You just can only do it. You can only have one light source at a time. Can only have one yeah. Lo- yeah. light source at a time. Yeah. Oh, okay. Um, uh, for some reason, I thought you could do as many as many as many as mm-hmm. you want. But yeah, my apologies. Those of you without uh, eyes, without eyes, uh, without uh, dark vision, <laughs> um, which. <laughs> yes. Uh, yes. The the blind member of the party that nobody <laughs> talks about. Blind Jimmy. <laughs> You guys are treated to nothing more than the the fluttering of wings above you, and it sounds like quite the flock. For those of you with dark vision, however, you can see, as I say, just beyond the light, you can see these shapes um, soaring through the air. They look like they look like sort of small humanoids, but they appear to have wings, and they're just sort of there's at least over a dozen of them just sort of swooping over the campsite and out across the river. And how big are they? Like with their wingspan and things, how big are they? Their size would be small. They are not as big as, say, uh, a human being. Um, but they're probably, you know, at max wingspan, I guess, is maybe, uh, what, four or five feet long? Okay. okay. So uh, we, we described that to Rana. Yeah, and um, Zibby. Mm hmm. And also Inet. Any of you know what those are? Uh, Ron, if you want to roll me another nature check. Uh, 12. I should do the same, actually. No, Ned actually you did the same. You can't just throw. You need, you need to ask first. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I'm just thinking, I can see them, so I, sh- I should work out. Can I work out what they are? Or can I? Uh, I yeah, by all means, have a, have, a, have, a, have a nature roll. Hmm. Uh, that's 18. Any of you, right. 18 from Percival. Anybody else having a nature roll? Uh, I can do. Let me see, being that I'm... Uh, I can see shit. Obviously not as good as Percival. No, uh, eight. <laughs> Actually, um, okay, okay. I, should probably, I should probably have a... Actually, no, I probably can't do a nature roll because I can't see what I'm... You can't see them. No, but we've described you them You can't see them, but they have described them, so you can, uh, so you can roll. Okay. Uh, nature is one... Well, thirteen. Um, also, is um, Inette, being that she's quite book booky, uh, mm-hmm. as she's with us, uh, if we've described them to her, would she have pretty good perception? You know, like, unfortunately not. Um, in fact, the only one amongst you that seems to know what they are is, in fact, Percival. Yeah. And <laughs> oh God, <laughs> he'll never let us forget this one now. <laughs> <laughs> that time I went to the jungle and knew more. Here's the tricky thing: Percival saw them saw that they have the size of roughly a very large baby and they also appeared to have tails and wings and if he wasn't very much mistaken he would have identified them as flying monkeys monkeys with wings but of course percival has never heard of anything like this before it's that odd level where it's it's a it's a new experience yet percival has worked out that that's that is what they saw is this flock of i don't know if you call it a flock um uh, <laughs> Family? A murmuring. A, a murmuring, murmuring monkeys. 
a murmuring think, of monkeys. I think you'd call it a, a Jesus Christ, look at those. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, indeed, that is pretty much, uh, well, for, for Torm's sake, uh, what are those is, uh, is what yeah. Andrew would have uh, yelled um, out in spotting them. So, but would, could Percival describe what he, actually what he's seeing to um, Rana, for oh, example? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, well, uh, absolutely, yeah. Some, some weird kind of. Uh, you'll think I'm crazy. They're pretty sure they're flying monkeys, but that's ridiculous. And Rana's crazy because he say that village flies, huh? <laughs> well, maybe both of us are crazy. Rana, having having heard this, um, unfortunately your roles determined that you couldn't quite piece together exactly what these things were, but hearing <laughs> this from Percival, you have that kind of like, oh yeah, one of the old sayings of the tribe is that, yeah, there are monkeys in the forest that do have wings. They're generally sort of fairly uh, curious about humanoids, um, but they are also troublemakers, just like real monkeys in real life. In some ways, it's kind of a godsend that a flock this big, as uh, the others described, passed over rather than actually trying to, you know, steal something from you guys. I'll, I'll, I'll essentially relate that back, say, um, legends say some monkey fly, like to steal, take food, precious objects, best uh, to leave them well alone. Everybody, I think we, in this case, from what Ron has told us, we should um, make sure all of our bags and things are tied up um, and tucked underneath us. Anything precious or valuable that's on your person, put it inside your cloaks or inside your um, clothing to to ward off, you know, to, to um, yeah. well, you stop know, any risks. You know that uh, you, you used to be able to do this thing where you chuck all of your stuff into a bag and then hike it up a tree so that bears wouldn't get it. I'm assuming we could do similar. The monkeys can fly and they're monkeys, therefore they can also climb, first of all. Come on. <laughs> I have never seen anything like these before and even I can tell that one. Well, I mean, it's not perfect plan. <laughs> it's not plan at all. <laughs> this is in fact an absence of plans. I mean, Percival, I may as well just hand the whole bag to the said flying monkey. I mean, I wouldn't suggest. <laughs> I wouldn't suggest that. Percy, roll on stupidity. <laughs> the rest of the night passes without further incident. Um, and the next day, Rana, can I get a fresh uh, navigation roll from you? You can indeed. Uh, <laughs> Like a good thing I've got advantage. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, <laughs> Wait, you roll before you uh, say it. <laughs> <laughs> what are the odds? I mean, really? Oh not. no, Rana! <laughs> oh no! Waterfall incoming! Oh dear! Not only natural one, natural one twice. You encounter yes. the only river-dwelling kraken in Charles. Help! <laughs> <laughs> The flying monkeys really want to fuck with you. They go and tell said Kraken where you are. (laughs) An Aboleth appears. What? Uh. (laughs) Yep, your party is now now lost once again. You find yourself uh, not entirely sure if you're following the right direction, Um, but you just kind of of hope. Okay, Okay. well, I mean, we were were going at a fast pace, so I I, I guess... Oh, we need to subtract the ration as well. Oh, yeah. Oh, yes. So we should be down to six now, I think. Yeah. Apart from Nick, because he had some fish. Not before. 
Uh, I think it's going swimmingly. What about you guys? You can go swimming if you like. No, 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 it's going well. Well, Zippy. Going flying monkeys and natural ones. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> flying matri- monkeys and natural ones. Yes, indeed. Yes. <laughs> flying natural ones with a monkey. Mm-hmm. <laughs> flying natural mattresses. <laughs> so this day is ever so slightly different from the other days. <laughs> is it now? <laughs> it is indeed. It is now. You plow on through the river system, and as you're sort of uh, going through here, there is a moment. Rurana actually he realizes no, this must be wrong, and he realizes that the uh, river that you're going down is far too narrow, and in fact, it actually ends up with a block. You end up at the base of a waterfall that you know from the map you've got you shouldn't be at. You should be able to keep following the Shoshan Star. Unfortunately, however, it is already nighttime by the time you reach this, uh, and so you are forced to sort of pull up uh, off of the river. Thankfully, as you get out, the quippers seem to have vanished. Um, they don't seem to uh, to be bothering you anymore. Rana, I thought you knew where we were going. R- Rana just looks embarrassed and mutters something about, you know... Maybe it's an after effect of all the rum he drank in town. He's been, you know, <laughs> like several days ago. <laughs> I don't think it's going to be an after effect of the rum. It doesn't stay in your system after, well, a week, the next day. <laughs> it mutters about, you know, city life slowing him down. You know, he needs to he needs to get back in his element. Uh, but he looks embarrassed and, uh, you know, starts setting up camp. So for the first time. Uh, we are now going to be actually seeing your camp. Oh, no, this means. <laughs> you find a health kit and a new gun. <laughs> What's this thing? It's a you gun. You find it's been raided by flying monkeys, and now you're dead. <laughs> Undead flying monkeys. What was that you said before, uh, Toby, at the beginning of the session? Um, I said I quite fancy a fight. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I think you got your wish. <laughs> may, may you live in interesting times. Oh, yeah. Okay, bear with me. Sorry, I'm nearly there. It's a bear! Yeah! <laughs> Told you you should have... A bear that. in chilt. So, I have a question <laughs> for you guys. Who has tents and who has bedrolls? I have tents. I have bedrolls. I have bedroll. I have a bedroll. I've got a bedroll, but I've also got hmm? a big old bit of fabric which I'm going to use as a sort of blanket thing over myself mm-hmm. so I'm hearing you've got the one bedroll you've got one tent for uh, Percival Percival I'm assuming you're not the kind to share your tent <laughs> um, I don't know I, I haven't decided how much of a dick I'm being <laughs> <laughs> not, not unless you compliment his penmanship uh, <laughs> well exactly <laughs> <laughs> Actually, I could have bought a tent. Only, I might get one on the next time we go back into town. Only come on, one. come on. All about my calligraphy. Go for it. Compliment <laughs> um, <laughs> the novel. Stay in the hovel. Um, I, so. No, I, I, think it's, I think it's fine to like have other people go in because essentially what we've got is we've got... Um, is it a two-man tent? Uh, yes, it is, yeah. So there's uh, two people can go in it at a time and we'll just cycle. So it's up to... Other so people the others, what, yeah, when they want to go in it, yeah. Does Andrew have a tent? Andrew does have a tent, yes. 
Perhaps, perhaps I'm staying in there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, Kideki. So and what about Inet? Inet's not getting it then. <laughs> Inet, Inet will have a bedroll, but she won't have a tent. So it depends on whether you're being gallant and letting uh, letting the two priests um, share a tent. I would certainly let Inet use my tent. <laughs> <laughs> uh, if Inet if Annette is sharing with um, uh, with uh, Percy, then uh, my first option stands. If she is not, then I'll let her stay in Andrew's. Uh, Assuming that Andrew's happy with that as well. It would mm-hmm. mean that myself and um, Rana are outside. Now, Rana's blind overnight, but he has not mm-hmm. heard what things are. I have dark vision, um, but I only have a bedroll. Um, and what else? Yeah, I think that's everything. So uh, what do you want to do, um, first of all, with who's, who's where? Um, I'm totally easy. Well, do you want to say? <laughs> Hence all of the rumours. Bear with me, I'm just adding you guys to the map. Ah! Swear! <laughs> um, no, I, I'm, I'm really happy with anybody who wants to, to um, to go in the tent. I'm, who would like to stay in the tent with person? It, I, think, I think when it really comes down to it is it's who's Come on, on watch Come on, put your hands up. Who's, who's on watch when? <laughs> so, like, when I'm on watch, uh, obviously I'm not in, in the tent, but... And then that means two people go in your tent, and yeah. Yeah, and then we can do that on a nightly basis. I think it mm-hmm. just should be random, though, who's actually sleeping in there at that particular time. So, this is your little camp, um, with its fire going. You can see now you've got all of your tokens on the uh, on here. So, who who is where? Who's sleeping where? I'm on the bottom left. I'll stay where I am. Yeah. Oh, you're uh, in the bedroom, aren't you? Yeah. Okay, so... Um, yeah, so... I'll, I'll, I'll be in one of the tents. Yeah, I'm in the tent. Right, pop yourselves in the tent uh, where you guys would like to be. So where is where is Undral going? Is she is she sticking with uh, Zibby? I'm assuming so. It's, it's up to you. It's your NPC. Oh, that's a very good point. Um, <laughs> <laughs> one, one would one would not want to assume. Definitely. That is very true. Do you know? I to be honest, I'd stepped out of the role of Undral for the time <laughs> being. Let's just think. Um, do you know what? Yeah, it's unfamiliar territory, and you know the company of another such uh, priest of the cloth, so to speak, would be quite welcome. So yes, I think I think Undril, Silver Tusk, and uh, Zibby will probably be in the other tent, I guess. Remember, there's no walls. Be please keep the sound down. <laughs> Come to... join me, Zibby. <laughs> <laughs> Is there only cloth walls? Ha- Come on! A hand reaches out the tent, grabs Zibby's ankle, and just drags him. <laughs> 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 you know, his, his fingernails leaving fu- leaving furrows in the ground as he tries to <laughs> tries to resist. <laughs> we'll remember you, Why are you, why are you laughing at me? <laughs> um, so, Inet and uh, and Rana are uh, in their sleeping bags uh, next to the next to the tent I'll, in their bedrolls. Yeah. Uh, yeah. uh, if if Inet goes into the tent, I think that makes more sense. Um, so you I'm so? keeping right. watch. So is anybody else keeping watch with me, or is it just me? Up to you. If anybody wants to be on watch with you, they can be. Uh, what, uh, what would that would that make sense? So, so if we're doing if we're doing an eight hour rest. So if it's an eight hour rest, you essentially will need at least one person for every two hours on watch to be to be alert for anything. And I don't need to really sleep, or if I do, it's not very much because. Same I'm, Yeah. Mm. 
I mean, I don't mind staying up as well, but I will require, I assume, at least six hours sleep. I can do a two-hour watch as well. Do you want me and Percival to do the first four hours? And then, and then, um, because if we, we uh, how much sleep do me and Percival need? Just four hours then, or three hours? Yeah, so you and Percival actually could probably do both watches, and you'd be able to do the whole eight hours sleep. Um, like, between the two of you, like, one of you could go to sleep and while the other is awake, and then if you just wanted somebody else to be on watch with you while while you're awake, then that could be that could be a, a solution. Okay, yeah. So if I take the first four hours... Cool, that gets mm-hmm. on sleep. Um, so who's who's going to join you on watch? Is anybody going to join you on watch? I'll, I'll join you for a couple of hours at least. Okay. So I guess I'm going to be sort of with my back to the fire looking out like this. Well, I'm going to mm-hmm. have my back to the fire too, but I'm going to turn that way. So I'm kind of keeping an eye... Oh, that uh, yeah, so I'm looking. So I'm looking southeast mm-hmm. into yep. the jungle, and I'm north. Okay, yep. Both of you give me uh, perception rolls. Uh, Rana again with advantage. Uh, well, <laughs> I've got five, and I did terrible there. Um, uh, Thirteen. Ten. Okay. Uh, you're looking off into the into the underbrush. And Rana, you think you hear movement off in the distance, but unfortunately it's beyond it's beyond the line of sight that you've got, so you can't make out what's moving, but you can definitely hear something when I say large, I don't mean huge, but there is something probably humanoid wandering through the through the forest. Huh. I call out to uh soliloquy and say I see something I think movement in the trees uh, whereabouts um, well, oh I've, sorry I've... Uh, if I zoom out well I don't actually know if you're going to be able to see this uh, but if I make a ripple it's basically off in this kind of direction okay yeah if he's off in that direction then uh, yeah so I just call over my shoulder and I see I see movement in the trees ahead of me okay so if Siliqui if you want to go over you can make another perception roll to see if you see what you see in the trees perception okay is that with or without advantage I've got dark vision but what uh, so that is advantage? just a straight roll oh god I'm rubbish uh, 10 again <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's you know you can sort of you Unfortunately, you're not as in tune with the forest, so you're not entirely sure what Rana's talking about. Rana, as I say, it's not that you can see somebody moving, it's just you know the jungle, and you know the sounds that it makes, and you know that the sound you heard wasn't something you'd heard before. And it sounded humanoid, and it was walking through the trees. How? What did you hear, Rana? How big did it sound? Hard to say. Have not heard this before but heard a strange sound we should still we should continue to keep watch how um, I guess, how far away does it seem I cannot tell off in the darkness I cannot see that far we should continue to keep watch I mean I'll just turn around and I'll continue to keep watch mm-hmm. ominous okie dokie Siliqui are you going to do anything else or are you going to let this uh, this uh, two hours pass 
Um, so, just for reference, this is kind of like, that's what you've noticed. Nothing else is happening. Like, nothing's, like, bursting out of the trees towards you. So it's just, do you want to just leave this, or do you want to go off into the trees and investigate? No, we'll just, I'll carry on watching. Yeah, I don't want to go into the trees alone, and being that Rana can't see, if he comes with me, um, mm-hmm. unless I, we woke somebody else up that could go and investigate at the moment, no, I'll, I'll just waste it. No. So in which case I'd say that first two hours passes, so now Rana, you're going to need to go off to sleep, and somebody else is going to have to join you for the next two hours. Right. Who's with me? So who's... Uh, I can do that if you want. No, you need to do the other four. Uh, no. Oh, fair enough. Yeah, you need to be wait for this for the next four. So it's either yep. it's either Undril, Inet, or Zibby. Well, I was going to say, uh, how about if uh, how about if uh, Undril and I take the next two as we're uh, showing attention. Oh, that's a good well. point, actually. Yeah, she's yeah. she yeah she has she has she does have dark vision. So if yeah if you yeah. want to wake the two of them up, they can yeah. they can get up and have the next two watches. Uh, okay. Yeah, we can do that. So uh, Hi. Siliqui. I don't mean to disturb you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, would I be able Zibby, to borrow wait. your tent? Being that you're both out, can I use your tent? Well, you can either you can either do that, or your bedroll is over there next to Percival. I mean, you can move it if you want to. Oh, that's nice. Uh, okay, I would probably have my back up to the fire somewhere. Look, that sort of direction. But you know, obviously, just not just staring in that direction. Just like, looking back and forth. Okay, so this sort of side of the fire. So Undral is probably going to take up position on the other side, you know, keeping a lookout. It's tricky with a circle to show which way she's looking, yeah. um, but basically that way. I don't know if that <laughs> I don't know if that helps or not. You can do north east south west up there. Okay. This way. So, yeah, north north uh, north northeast. Northwest. Yeah. Northwest. Okay, yeah. <laughs> okay. So uh, Zibby, um, make me a perception roll. So, perception. Uh, oh, oh so, yeah, so six in total. Guys, before I go to sleep, I just remembered something. <laughs> we heard something oh, right. in the trees. <laughs> I've just remembered. Must tell you. Um, we heard something in the trees. We don't know how far away it was, uh, but it was uh, southeast. Um, so, um, Rana couldn't tell how far away it was. Um, he said it was something strange that he hasn't heard before. Um, he couldn't see it because it's dark. Um, but be aware that there may be something large-ish in in the trees to the southeast. Go back to bed now. Thanks. Thanks for worrying us. Uh, so, uh, Zibby, what did you, uh, you... So you got a three. What was your, what was your perception uh, three there? Three plus, plus three. So six in total. Yeah, six. Yeah, uh, you and uh, you and Undral, uh, you spend a night sort of back-to-back beside the fire. Um, it's starting to die down a bit, the fire. You know, you had, a, you had enough wood to um, keep it burning. I don't know whether or not you guys are, like, keeping it burning through the night or whether it's going to be like burning low but if you're if you're not keeping it burning through the night then it, yeah it's going to start it's going to start gutting out towards the uh, towards the end of the shift well so to i speak. think we should probably keep it burning if they if they've heard something big moving through the forest i think it's probably a good idea to keep fire burn okay dokie in which case can you roll me an investigation to find some wood uh yes 
<laughs> down, boy. Down. Uh, seven. Seven. Okie dokie. So... I must, I must have my mind on other things. <laughs> <laughs> uh, in which case, yes, you manage to hack away some of the dead twigs from some of the trees and the in the perimeter you are able to uh, stoke the fire back up it's not like you've built it up enough to blaze through the next four hours so uh, at the end of the next one you would need to search for more firewood whoever's taking yeah. the next watch um, but as I understand it the two of you will then go off and the next watch will take over yeah yeah so yeah. I'll get so my that's... cup of tea by other two hours who wants to come with me um, so uh, Rana needs his his sleep um, he needs mm-hmm. six hours. I think um, Zibby and Andrew She did not. She did not be Percy because Percy has dark vision as well. Yeah. yeah Percy also Percy. has taken. Percy has slept for four hours, so this next hour yeah. he oh, can yeah. wake up with no uh, disadvantage. Come on, then, Percival. <laughs> Percy and uh, Percy and Annette, surely. Oh, well, no, well, I can stay up. So I only need four hours sleep. Um, I've already had two hours sleep, so I only need two more hours, so I could do another two with Percy. You could do the okay. next two with Percy, yep. And we've both got dark vision, so we can go and explore if we need to. Because, you know, he's a great adventurer and written books and shit. I can find wood. <laughs> <laughs> Adventure wood. Percival, we okay, should get okay. some more wood to keep this fire burning. I've got your wood right here. No. Position <laughs> position yourselves where you're going to be looking. Yeah. Uh, I'm looking I'm out that way. Over here. Looking and I'm looking around. over here. Okie dokie. Percival, we heard something. Roll me in the... your Sorry. perception. It's, I, I'm assuming you've told me. Yeah. <laughs> okay, I told Percival the same thing. Um, yeah. Sorry, did you want us both to do perception? Yes, both do perception. Uh, 17. Uh, whole mm-hmm. six. <laughs> Perceiving like a beast. In which case... Bear with me. Ah! <laughs> it's a bear. Uh, you're looking off into the undergrowth. You're sort of you're a little on edge. You know, there's there was something earlier. You haven't seen anything since, or as far as you know, the other the other watch recorded nothing. Mm-hmm. Yet, you can't help but wonder. Somehow this night, the trees look more alive. It feels like there is something out there just watching you. Percival. Yes. And as you turn to talk to Percival, you feel. Yeah. Something went wrong now. I'm going to be eaten. Bear with me. By a giant fucking quipper that's got legs. (laughs) (laughs) I'm come to get revenge for Zibby. You hit my baby! (laughs) A land quipper. Yeah. Yeah. It's got tiny little legs. The opposite of a T-Rex. The monster rolling oh, dice. It's like the opposite <laughs> of a T-Rex where it's got really tiny, tiny little skinny legs but like really beefy gums. Beefy arms. <laughs> Siliqui. Yes. As you turn to call towards Percival, you feel a thud. There's an arrow sticking out of your shoulder. Shit! <laughs> <laughs> Percival, you would have noticed as well um, if you had been paying attention. Um, an arrow just just miss you hey. and that is the ruffle of wind as that bolt goes past you 
and Siliqui, for your arrow, you take three damage. Oh, I'm bleeding out with an <laughs> arrow in me. And Percival's still just like, la, 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 la. let's find wood. <laughs> From this corner over here, you see a terrifying visage step out from behind the trees. It looks to be just a bit taller than Percival. It has a sort of oddly distorted face, huge, monstrous. And from the darkness all around you, you hear this scuffling, this calling out. Enemies are all around you. Thank you so much once more for joining us tonight. If you enjoyed the episode, please give us a like, a share, review, all of the above. It really does help us with publicity, and publicity is really what we need right now. If you want to find out more, you can find us on all social medias at T-O-Triple-T-B Podcast. That's T-O-T-T-T-B Podcast. Thank you, and good night.